Good afternoon and welcome to Community Focus. I'm Tess Taylor along with Ken Thomas. And today our guest is Jennifer Bergman. Jennifer is the Brainerd City Administrator. Jennifer, welcome back to Community Focus. Thanks, Tess, and thanks, Ken, for having me. So we have some things to talk about here today, and I know one of the top things you wanted to talk about was uh, our police chief here in Brainerd, Corky McQuiston, has announced his retirement. He has, and uh, going to be some big shoes to fill. And in fact, uh, just start off right off the bat with congratulating uh, Chief McQuiston. Uh, City staff nominated him for the Outstanding Community Service Provider Year, uh, Provider of the Year Award by the JCs, and we're so happy that the JCs selected him for this award. He's very, very deserving. Yes, and and as you know, they didn't have their typical dinner because of COVID. So instead, what the JCs did was surprised people. And it is not easy to surprise (laughs) a police officer. Right. (laughs) And I am so happy that we actually pulled it off. So uh, we were able to surprise him with that award on October 21st. That's good. That's good. And when did you say his final day is? His final day, in fact, the council just extended it. Um, His final day was going to be November 28th, uh, but because of the uh, police chief search process, uh, Corky has agreed to extend it to January 16th, and incredibly grateful that he's doing that. That's very awesome. And speaking of those big shoes to fill, how is the filling of of the position going? So the Civil Service Commission and the City Council did start the process of replacing the police chief. Uh, We took applications through October 26th, and we received 25 applications. Oh, wow. Uh, uh, We've narrowed it now down to the top seven candidates, Mm -hmm. and the top seven will be asked to complete a a personality index and a short video interview, and then the formal interviews will be held on December 10th. Uh, With COVID, we're more than likely going to be holding those interviews virtually, um, and those interviews will be done both by a community panel and then also by the city council. So the council interviews actually will be an open meeting and available for the public to watch virtually. So we'll make sure that we're continuing to keep keep, uh, the public updated on the times and of those interviews. Hey, uh, Tess, I'm sure you'll agree with me. Uh, We've had uh, Corky on Community Focus a number of times. I can't think of a more deserving person to get that Outstanding Community Service Provider of the Year Award. Uh, The man has just been an excellent, excellent chief of police uh, for the city of Brainerd for a long time, and he is just an outstanding individual as well, just just one of the most, uh, the nicest people you'll ever meet. Absolutely. I guess we can all agree on that. That's for sure. I agree. And and it says so much about him, actually, when he accepted the award, how humbled he was and how much he really uh, talked about his, you know, the officers that work for the Brainerd Police Department. And it really is about a team. And and that just goes to show you, you know, what a class act uh, Chief McQuiston is. He truly is. All right, so uh, do I understand uh, the Charter Commission is making some recommendations for some changes here going forward? They are, and I always like to start out a little bit about what a Charter Commission is. Mm -hmm. So there are two types of cities in Minnesota. There are statutory cities that are governed or created by state statute, and then there are charter cities. And the city of Brainerd is a charter city, and what that means is that our founding fathers decided to 
to essentially create the city instead of creating it under a state statute initially. Our charter uh, was established in 1871. So, as you can imagine, it's quite old and, and in some cases, a little bit dated. <laughs> so in 2019, the council did budget funds to, to take a look at that charter and see if there are things that needed to be changed or updated. Um, the Charter Commission began meeting in October and then asked the city attorney to provide some revisions to the charter, specifically those that conflicted with state law. So the Charter Commission met last week and reviewed the recommended changes from the city attorney, and the city council will be considering those changes at their November 16th meeting. So our next step will be to review those items that are outdated. Um, Just for example, our charter says that we are to have a health board. Well, the city of Brainerd doesn't have a health board. Mm. So we either need to decide whether we're going to eliminate the health board from the charter or we're going to create a health board to make sure that we're staying consistent with what the charter says. Interesting. Was there anything on there that was totally outdated because of uh, how long ago that uh, charter was created? Yes, a a couple of things. (laughs) So so the, the mayor can deputize people. Oh, police officers. <laughs> Deputize. <laughs> and appoint watchmen. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah. It, you know, it's really kind of, it's an interesting lesson in history, frankly, to read the charter, because you can sure. see what the world was like in 1871. Wow. Very That's got to be an interesting thing to, to see. Oh, boy. Yeah. Very good. All right. Anything else about the Charter Commission? No, just stay tuned, and we'll, again, make sure we're keeping the public up to date on on what the Charter Commission is is doing and recommending. Sounds good. Now, we talked about Corky McQuiston's retirement, and uh, we have to talk about someone else's retirement, Tony Saylor with the Parks and Rec Department. He's he's on his way out, too, isn't he? Yeah, we have two sets of big shoes to fill. Uh, Tony Saylor is also retiring, but he's retiring a bit earlier than now Chief McQuiston with his extension. Mm -hmm. Uh, So Tony will be retiring on December 18th, so we have just a little over a month, over a month uh, with Tony here as our Parks Director. December 18th, right? December 18th. Okay. Coming fast. So what does the Park and Rec Department look like at this point? So it's been uh, it's been interesting. The park board is ha- has had a lot of discussions about what that does look like, and one of the things that they've decided is that moving forward, uh, they would like to outsource their recreation program. Oh, okay. So they uh, met with uh, Brainerd Y and also Community Ed at their last meeting to talk about what that might look like. So the proposal is, at this point, is that the Brainerd Y will take youth soccer, youth kickball, little buckaroos, bench warmer basketball, and then parks on the go, while Community Ed will take Shetland and Pinto T-ball, youth baseball, youth softball, and the Miracle League. So Tony right now is working on agreements between the park board and both of these organizations, and those agreements will be considered by the park board at their November meeting, which is, again, coming up quick. I think it's the 24th of November. Okay, so Tony's still a part of all of that as we continue forward here, at least in the near future. Absolutely. I think Tony's been a big part um, recently in in kind of helping uh, make this work and, and with his relationships with both the Brainerd Y and Community Ed. Very interesting. Now, is they're going to be a replacement for Tony then. So right now, uh, no. In fact, what the uh, the council and the 
Park Board has decided is to take a look at at what an, a public works department looks like. So we're going to be going into what we're calling just an interim public works department. So starting December 19th upon Tony's retirement, um, the, the parks maintenance staff are going to move under our city engineer and then uh, work together with the streets uh, maintenance folks as, as a team. So we think that there's that we're going to gain some efficiencies doing this, but really we're just going to take a look at it and do a trial year starting December 19th and then ending December 18th of 2021. And the plan is that next fall, maybe September, October, we'll reconvene and take a look and, and see how it's going and, and decide whether or not the council and the park board would like to make this a permanent uh, thing. Right. Back Back in 2018, actually, the decision was made um, by the council to move the, the parks maintenance folks out of the building that they're currently located in and combine them over at the streets garage. So right now our parks maintenance staff and street staff are working with WIDSEF to come up with a, a design for the streets garage that works for everybody. And so that should be bid out this this winter and hopefully uh, start construction here in the spring of 2021. So streets or parks maintenance will be moving to the streets garage in the fall of 2021. My. Yeah, it kind of, kind of makes sense because Tony really had two big jobs. One is putting together all those rec programs and two, maintaining all the fields and parks and everything else. So I can see where this um, is an interesting plan going forward. Yeah, and what I think um, some research was done and found that there are other cities that actually use a public works department instead of separate uh, engineering and parks departments. So we'll we'll give it a try and, and certainly continue to, to report back and let people know how this is going. But but we, we really hope that there will be some gained efficiencies in this. Uh, do I understand, uh, Jennifer, that there's a grant uh, from the DNR? There is. So the Parks Department did apply for and received a Minnesota DNR Forestry Tree Grant. And the funds for that will be used to complete a city tree inventory and adopt an emerald ash borer management plan to treat and replace any of those diseased ash trees and then really develop a plan of our public trees and, and the resource of our public trees. So so uh, congratulations, it was $36,000 that the Parks Department received, so pretty cool. And of course the Council has been, uh, and the Park Board, frankly, really making sure that, that we're looking at our trees as a resource, and in fact both the Council and also the Parks Department have budgeted funds in the future to make sure that we're replacing any trees that we take down. Interesting. Let's talk a little bit about the Interim Public Works Department. What do you have to tell us about that? Yeah, so so pretty much what I what I mentioned, um, just yeah. looking at combining streets and, and parks and and having that be under the umbrella of the city engineer. So I, I think again we'll we'll see how this next year goes out. The the one thing that I wanna mention before we get away from Parks and Rec is that on October thirtieth, actually, um, our parks staff, not our maintenance, but our park staff moved here to City Hall. So Tony and Katie and Kim are all now on the second floor of City Hall. So just want to make sure that people know where they can find our Park and Rec staff. Um, come right to City Hall. All right, so let's talk about downtown Brainerd. Uh, what's happening there? 
you know, there seems to be always something new happening in downtown Brainerd. It's always fun to come on, on Community Focus and report what's new in downtown Brainerd. So Brainerd Restoration, which is a local nonprofit organization, and their mission really is to develop a culturally and economically vital, dynamic, and attractive downtown Brainerd business to visit and to work. So their mission is really around downtown Brainerd. They raised funds to purchase a speaker system for downtown Brainerd. I heard about this. And at, at the November 2nd uh, City Council meeting, they donated those speakers to the city. And we're really excited those speakers are going to be placed on power, on, on our light poles mm-hmm. downtown. And so this Christmas, when you're shopping downtown Brainerd, you should be able to hear music playing. And uh, the hope is that they'll have music for, you know, Halloween next year and yeah. other events. And And looking at redoing or bringing back our farmer's market, and in that, people can make announcements. Um, so we're really, really excited for the speaker system to be installed. I think when we talked about this uh, in news last week, Ken Thomas had a very good idea. Ken, did you want to share that? <laughs> well, I just said if you're looking for a little background, uh, normally, you know, when there's not a special event going on, I know a radio station that would happy to be providing that music. <laughs> Let's just put that out there, okay? Of course. (laughs) All right, Jennifer, is there anything else that you want to talk about when it comes to downtown Brainerd? You know, kind of in the vicinity (laughs) of downtown Brainerd. So um, in case you didn't notice, we had a visitor this year at the Water Tower. Uh, Rapunzel's hair was swaying in the wind. Um, And really, it was just the mayor wanted to remind us all in these stressful times just to take a few minutes to unwind and just to let our hair down. So so I hope people had the opportunity to to catch uh, Rapunzel's hair uh, swaying in the wind. That was very creative and fun to see. Yeah, and Jennifer, I know the mayor is also... uh involved in saving that water tower, and that effort continues as well, doesn't it? It sure does. Yep, in fact, the council expended, I think they had a deadline of October 2020, and the council has agreed to extend that deadline to June of 2021. So Awesome. And do you know where we sit in the progress of that? You know, I do not. Okay. Um, but, but again, the mayor would be the, the one to talk to. He is really heading up that water tower committee. Sure. Okay, exciting. We'll see what happens. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Absolutely. Jennifer, anything else that we need to uh, cover before we let you go here today? Not that I can think of. Again, I just always appreciate uh, you having the City of Brainerd on and us being able to share all the great things that are happening here at the City of Brainerd. It's absolutely our pleasure. Jennifer, thank you. Jennifer Bergman, Brainerd City Administrator. I'm Tess Taylor along with Ken Thomas. That's today's edition of Community Focus. And don't forget, you can listen to Community Focus anytime online at our website at 1067wjjy.com. You can also pull it up through our free downloadable app, which is powered by Cuyuna Regional Medical Center.